The crown is made of nothing, it's made of schmutz, of bad stuff. Whereas if they're able to tap into your mitzvah and suck that positive energy, that mitzvah from you, wherever you get your podcasts from, or our own website, prismoftorah.org. This is The Prism of Torah with Rabbi Saf Aaron Prisman. Shalom Uvrocho. In this week's parsha, Parshas Kisiso, I want to share with you a phenomenal, very deep concept brought down by the Nesivas Shalom. And I'll add something Noam Elimelech Melijinsk says, and I think it can help all of us in our day-to-day avoid us Hashem. We'll start off with two questions, some of which the Mefarshim speak about. The first question is, as we know, in our parsha, it talks about the Kiyor Nechoshet. The Kiyor, the sink made of copper, and its pedestal also made of copper. As it says, It's very important that you'll have in the, the yard, in the Chatzir of the Mishkan, you'll have the Kiyo, a place where we all know the Kohanim, before they start doing their service, their Avoida, they go there and they wash their hands and their feet, which is called Kiddush Yadayim V'Raglayim. Ad Kedekach, it's such an imperative thing they have to do, that it says that if they wash their hands and feet in the water over there, they won't die implying that if they don't and they start doing the service without washing their feet and hands, they will die. Now, question number one that Mefarshim deal with is, it's very odd that the Kiyo is placed in our Parsha, in Parsha's Kisiso. Hare, this is part of the vessels that were in the Mishkan, and its natural place, location, is in Parsha's Truma. So what is it doing in our Parsha? Question number two, if you look carefully in the Mishkan, so the Mishkan had three main parts. It had the Kodesh HaKodoshim, it had the Heichal, and then it had the outside part, which is the Chatzar. Now, if you look outside in the Chatzar, what did we have in the Chatzar? We had the Kiyol that we just spoke about, the Kiyol and Chano and its pedestal. We also have the Mizbeach HaChitzon, which is also called Mizbeach HaNechoshet, the, the altar over there. And it's very interesting. This is not a Kasha, but it's a question. It's not a bomb Kasha, but it's an interesting question. Is all these items were made of copper. What is unique about that? Is there some significance? It sounds like there is. What is that significance? Why everything on the outside in the Chatzir of the Mishkan was built from copper? To answer both these questions and try to get a deep understanding what the Kyor, the sink, represented, I would like to share with you some basic ideas first and we'll build up the puzzle and Hashem answer the questions we raised. First of all, a Yid is comprised of three main sections. In fact, almost everything in this world is comprised of three. There is Rosh, the beginning, Sof, and and Toch, the middle. So too, a Yid is comprised of the head, which represents the mind. That's the highest level. And then there is the heart. That's the second level from a certain perspective. And then there's a Ivarim, all the limbs of the body. This division of three is something in Kisvei Arizal that is mentioned over and over again. Even if you take your arm, it's also split into three. There's the, the top the top of the arm, then there's the second check, section of the arm, and then you have your hand, same with your leg, and so forth and so forth. Everything's divided into three. Also, the ten spheres are divided into three, correspond to the three different sections we spoke about. The head is parallel to Chabad, Chokhmah Binadas. The heart is parallel to Chesed Gvura Tiferet, Chagat. And the Evolim are connected 
Nahim, Netzach Hod, Yesod Malchut. So in fact, everything is split into three. Now, the more physical part of the three is what represents the limbs, because obviously the mind is on a higher level, then you have the heart. The lowest level in this dimension are the limbs, the Eivarim. And that, because it's on a lower level, that's the only place, the, um, the koichus of impurity that Hashem created the world, the sitra acha, etc., that's where they can latch onto and kind of take the kedusha away. And hence, those are the areas that we have to be extra careful about. In parallel to this three, we could see the same in the Mishkan, because it's coming to atone for any issues we have in those three areas. So we have the Holy of Holies, Kodesh HaKodashim, that's parallel to the mind. Then we have the Ichal, that's Keneged the heart. And then we have the outside, the Chatzar, that's Keneged the Evolim. And the Avoida, the service that the Kohanim do, is in all these areas to ensure we atone for everything and also to help secure all these areas. One more piece of the puzzle before we start answering everything. Rami Barbdichov says that from a certain perspective, it is even more dangerous when a person does a mitzvah and he has a negative kavana in his mind, an impurity kavana, whether he's doing something because of honor or whatever the reason is, if he has an impure kavana, that is a bit more dangerous only from a certain perspective. And why is that? Because when you do an avera, then yeah, you gave koyach to the koyach satuma. The impurity, that side, the sitra acha, they got koyachas, they were able to get you to do an avera. So it's as if they built themselves a crown, but the crown is made of nothing. It's made of schmutz, of bad stuff. Whereas if they're able to tap into your mitzvah and suck that positive energy, that mitzvah from you, even though you did a mitzvah, but because there was negative thought in that mitzvah, negative kavana, that allowed them, <coughs> that allowed themselves to build a crown from jewels, from a mitzvah, the kazakh that you did. And hence a person should be very careful about it. Moving on, now that we have the main pieces of the puzzle, I want to share with you Noam Elimelech Milizhinsk says a wonderful idea that will help us understand why everything in the Chatzar was built of Nechoshet, made of copper. He says, Nechoshes has a word in it that we're all familiar with, the Nachash, the snake. We know that the Nachash represents the Sitracha, the Koiches We know already from Adam and Chava, the Nachash came in and tried to persuade him not to do Ritzon Hashem. And so too by us. Everything in the Chatzar we know was Keneged, the lower level. Level number three that we called it, the limbs, something that's closer to the Kohis Atuma, they can tap into it more easily. And therefore, the Chatzar is parallel to that. And it tries to help us protect from the Nachash. And therefore, it's fitting that everything over there is made of copper to remind us intrinsically to say we're fighting against the Koyach of the Nachash. And the epitome of that is the functionality of the Kiyo, the sink. Why? Because the way to deal with this danger of allowing the Koyachis Atuma to, to tap into our mitzvah into the Kedusha, is to ensure we prepare ourselves before the mitzvah. This is a mefulish Gemara and Brochus that we're all familiar with, that it says, Chassidim Arishoinim, they used to prepare themselves. Sha'achas, before davening, Brochus Dafed Lamed Amud Beis, Chassidim Arishoinim, Ayushohim Sha'achas Kodem Why? Because they realized how important it is to go into davening with a proper kavana. I'll tell you more than that. People that daven literally with kavanas, kavanot ha'arizal, there are certain places that they stop and they have Yehurei Tshuva. They do Tshuva in their heart because they know they want to be totally clean before the next part of davening, which is something that will bring them to a very high level. So they want to make sure there is no Tuma involved. There's no mixture of Tov and Ra. That's what we're worried about. We want to be all pure. At that at some places, they take upon themselves that they're ready to 
they for sure, they feel they deserve to die because of sins they did and they want to be cleansed. So in their minds, they take upon themselves one of the mitos based in skilas, rifa, herek, vechenek, etc. I'm just saying this to bring to us, to bring our attention to the fact that there is a big, big idea that a person should prepare themselves before going into something with Kedusha because we want to totally remove any ra, any bad kavan that we have and we got, want to go into something with 100% purity. This is something we see in Yiddishkeit all the time. Pesach, we know such a time of Kedusha and what does what what HaKadosh Buhu set up for us before? We have to clean the chametz and of course, we're not only cleaning the chametz out of our house but everyone, all the Mepharshim speak about that a person should have that in mind also in their hearts. The chametz represents the bad and we have to work on getting rid of the bad before Yom Kippur. There's a big Indian to go to the mikveh, etc., etc. Everything is about cleaning ourselves and going into Kedusha with the appropriate frame of mind where the kavanas are 100% pure or else the ripple effect can be a bit scary because we're giving koyach to the tumah. Akadekach, the Nesiv Shalom says that Rebbe Berdichov says that the Sitra Acha spoke to him and he asked him, where did you get the koyach from? He goes, I was davening together with you. Meaning he was tapping into his davening and that's where he got his true koyachus from. Having said all that, we can bring everything back home now and see how we answer our question. The kiyoyl, which was on the outside made of nechoshes because it's there to help us fight against this, the nachash, the koiches trying to tap into the kedusha that we're doing, was there to ensure the kohanim do a proper preparation, to wash their hands and feet. They were not allowed to do the service of avodas Hashem without <coughs> washing their hands and feet before they go in. The epitome of kedusha we know is Yom Kippur, where the Kohen Agadol goes into the highest level in the, in the Mishkan, in the, the Beis HaMikdash, over there, it wasn't even enough for him to wash his hands and feet. He also had to go to the mikveh five times because, again, it's a higher level of kedusha, so you have to do even more preparation. And as we mentioned at the beginning, a person that, a koyan that did not do this preparation, there was a death penalty. Well, if you do this, you won't die. But if you don't wash your hands and feet before you do an avoidance, that's very dangerous. You deserve to die. We see the importance of preparation. And hence the kiyor was the outside, and hence everything outside represented this idea. It's parallel to the koicha satuma, to the third level, we said, which is the lowest level of the evolim, and that's where the, we have more vulnerability for the koicha satuma to latch onto, because they can't latch onto a higher level because it's, it's too, the light is too strong there for them. Now, why is the kiyor mentioned in our parsha? Why is it not mentioned with everything else? Because the kiyor says in the Sivas Shalom, it wasn't something that it itself was used for the avoida. The, ser- the, the service that was done by the Kohanim in the Mishkan was not done with the Kiyo. The Kiyo was a prerequisite. It was a preparation stage. <coughs> and hence, it was fit that this preparation stage, because it's not really part of the avoida, it's a prerequisite, it should be in its own parsha. And we'll add to that a bit more. I want to suggest that the reason it's in its own parsha, this is something that's teaching us a huge lesson in life. The importance of preparation. It's not limited to the Mishkan. It's not limited to the service of the Kohanim. So it might even be misleading if we have it in the parsha Struma. We want to have it in a separate parsha where it speaks out the idea of preparation. At the same time, the preparation, the Kohanim did tshuva during that time to cleanse themselves. Just like the water that they used in the Kiyo represented cleaning themselves, so to the Kiyo helped them clean themselves going into the Avoida. And also spiritually, they had thoughts to clean themselves, to do Hilary tshuva. We know a person a second, he just thinks, has even a small thought in his mind that he regrets the sins he did. He already could be called a Tzadik Gomer. Like we know the Gemara in Kedushin. If a woman says, yes, I'm willing to, 
marry you I'll deny that you're Tzadik Gamor even though everyone knows he was a Rasha until now it's Safek Mikudeshis why? because maybe he had in his heart in that last second oh yeah I feel so bad to what I did that's all you need to do and that is what the Kiyo was used and that's why it is fitting that it's in its own parsha. we can add even more to that says the Nesibus Shalom a very deep idea he says the legs that you walk with the Raglaim they also represent this midah of doing something on autopilot that you got used to doing something bad when you were younger and you continue to do it. So it also represents Hergel, which is very interesting. Aglaim Hergel, it's the same Shoish, same root of the word. And hence, it's important they clean also the legs because we're tapping in the null, in brackets. I have to say, of course, there's good Hergelim, and the person can, can get at a young age, can acquire good things. But over here, we're talking about the bad things, that some people out of Hergel, out of getting used to something that's not so good, the, the cleaning of the water, the Kiddush Raglaim, represents this idea of removing that. And the Yadayim also sometimes represents bad midot, says in Sivas Shalom. And hence, when we do Kiddush Yadayim Raglaim, we remove that so that we have 100% purity going into the Avoidah. And this is exactly the Nakuda we're supposed to take home and implement it in our Avoidah. Everything we do, we should try to do it with the Lev Shalem, with the pure heart. There is a major, major nafkamina between us doing an Avoidah with a full heart, with 100% Kavana Lishma, as opposed to have a mixture, which is very hard to get to that level, but at least we should aspire to that level because every millimeter makes a big difference. We should take this idea that Nansivus Shalom is sharing with us and try to think twice, take a break before we do a mitzvah and ensure that we have the correct frame of mind before we go into it. It can make a big difference, whether it's Mishloach Manus we give to our friends or where it's, where it's about the daven takadosh That's why it is important not to just slide safe home into davening, but rather go a bit early, like the Hasidim Rishonim used to do. Go a bit early, prepare yourself, wash your hands properly, say kolbanos, build it up. That's what we're here for. We don't want to waste our time in doing something just to be, to be Yitzhizayim, because aside from that frame of mind, we're going to have the koichas atuma, we'll be able to tap into what we're doing, which is the last thing we want to do. I would like to end off with a short Maise story that the Chafetz Chaim said you witnessed and it's I think Mamish talking to us the Nakuda we're trying to bring forth which is the Chafetz Chaim once went to a motel and he saw the head of the motel over there in, near the counter and some guest comes to him and he says please do you have some schnapps some scotch whiskey I'm very cold it'll really help me and it's not like it's something he was selling he asked from his own private stash if he can have a bit of whiskey he was cold to, to <coughs> so he goes sure he comes to bring him a shot of uh, scotch of whiskey and right before he gets to his room when no one sees aside from the Chafetz Chaim saw it from the corner of his eye he throws down and bashes the the shot glass and he does this over and over again like three four times finally on the fifth time he goes to give it to him so the Chafetz Chaim seeing this came to the owner of the hotel and he said what's pshat why did he do that Baal Tashchis why, why did he break them he says, I'll tell you the truth. I want to do it with the pure kavana, out of the love of giving. Hashem asked us to, to do chesed to each other. I wanted to do it with Abraham, but I didn't do it. I felt like I was a bit upset in my, in my heart. How can he dare ask me? So I said, no, I can't do it this way. Until finally I got myself to a place where I did it 100% happily. And that's what I wanted to give. And from here, we see this idea that this owner of the altar realized the importance of doing a mitzvah. 100% with good kavanas and by that shielding and not allowing the kochus atuma to mooch off of the Heilige Mitzvah. Have a good job. This concludes another episode of the Prism of Torah. Thank you for tuning in today. We hope you enjoyed it and learned something valuable. 
If you did, please subscribe to the podcast and give a five-star rating. You can also find this podcast wherever you get your podcasts or our own website, prismofterror.com, where we have a full archive of all our past episodes. We would like to thank Yona Veffa for the recording equipment and Ellie Podcast Productions for handling all our post-podcast productions. Join us next week for another lightning conversation on the Prism of Terror.